huge fucking nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, cause I am a huge fucking nerd. One of a kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a goddamn debate. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. I apologize for being MIA yesterday. I went out and went fishing with my buddy James. James, who is who is the owner of Ocean Inlet Surf Shop, who is a sponsor and a partner of mine over in Ponce Inlet, which is in Volusia County, Florida. I went out fishing with him yesterday. And I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun going out on a jet ski to be able to fish. The guy's got a really, really big, big jet ski. And and it could fit uh, probably three people on there very comfortably. But, yes, I was riding with him butts to nuts. There's There's no shame in riding butts to nuts. Well, I was actually the nuts in the butt. I don't know. Is it is it good to be on the back? Like, that that's an oxymoron almost. Because, like, think about this, okay? If you're on the back of a motorcycle or, or like, a jet ski, you're riding bitch if you're on the back. But are you really the bitch because your nuts is on his butts when you're riding? I mean, plain and simple, I mean, that makes you the pitcher and him the catcher. So what is it? Are you the bitch or are you the pitcher? Kind of mind-boggling to me. It's something I was thinking about yesterday when I was on the jet ski, but I had also smoked some massive amounts of marijuana yesterday before I went out and fished. Did a great job. We ended up catching uh, some pompano. Now, I've never had pompano before, but from what everybody's telling me, pompano is some of the best fish that you can eat. I ended up cleaning those last night, and I'm going to clean them in here. I'm going to eat them when I get back from Tampa because I am in Tampa right now. I had to come over here. I had to get my uh, my meds filled, which I'm only on one med, which is a very low dosage of Adderall. But I also had to get a checkup. And a lot of you people are like, whoa, you're all the way on the other side of the state. Why do you? Well, because the reason I come over here is that they give me a really, really good deal. And I only got to see the guy every three months. So I came over, got my meds. I'm going to hang out with Colton later today. But I'm going to my good friend Bezo's house. Well, not my good friend. Colton's good friend, Bezo. Bezo, uh, if you're in the Tampa area, I'm sure you know who Bezo is. Bezo is the man because he pretty much shoots everybody's rap or hip-hop music videos here in the Tampa area. But he also cuts hair, and Bezo has always been doing a great job for me. Uh, I've been going to him for about a year and a half now, and... He was the first person that I ever, ever got a fade from. And the guy does a great fade. And you got to be careful doing a fade with my head because a lot of people don't realize this because I also don't wear hats anymore. I have one of the biggest heads that you're ever, ever going to find 
on somebody that has my frame. I have the head of some offensive lineman at the University of Florida. That's how big my head is. And, you know, growing up, I was always, because everybody, growing up in, in middle school, elementary, not elementary, middle school, high school, I was called headquarters. Now, I know a lot of you are probably like, no, and I did not just take a big, big rail of cocaine. I My sinuses are bothering me today. But uh, they would call me headquarters because I had a big head. And guess what? I, I think headquarters got started from my cousins. My cousins ended up calling me headquarters, and it got passed around because we are in such a small, small city or town. I don't even know if you can call it a city. But everybody would call me headquarters. Everybody would come up to me. They would salute me, and they'd be like, reporting to headquarters, sir. And and that would that's how people would mess with me. And I got into a lot of fights. Because, I mean, if it was a bigger kid that stepped to me and was like, oh, uh, reporting to headquarters, I was like, all right, cool, I'll give you that one. But if it was somebody on my same level or lower, you call me headquarters, you're we're fighting. My head was so big when I played JV football because I was never good enough to make it to varsity football, but I wanted to play. Uh, they had to especially order a uh, helmet for me because none of the helmets... Because a lot of the smaller kids, which I was small back then, but they had to specially order a football helmet. Same thing goes uh, when I played varsity. When I made the varsity baseball team as a freshman, uh, we had fitted hats. Guess what? I uh, had to wait. Had to wear. I had to wear one sh- uh, shitty ass uh, staple back ones that you get uh, until they were able to get me a seven and five eighths fitted baseball cap for the baseball team so back to what i was saying is uh bezo does a really really good job with my haircut especially having a fade with a white kid then because yeah i mean i mean white kids can pull off fades but for the most part if you got a big head and you're goofy looking like myself oh yeah fades do not do you very very well and that just shows you how great bezo is at doing uh, these fades on goofy-ass, big-headed white kids. I'm going to see if I can get some interview, uh, some questions and some interviews with him uh, when I get up there because there's usually some people hanging out around his crib, as the white people would say. So give me a few seconds. Going to get my hair cut and see if I can get some uh, audio from Bezo. All right, guys, I am back. Just got my hair cut done at Bezo's house. And I got to tell you, I, I pushed out again. I, I so want to be able to interview Bezo and, uh, and all the dudes over hanging out at his house when I'm getting my hair cut. I, I swear to God, it is like I've never been to. Well, you know what? No, I have been to a black barber shop before. Uh, I remember back in the day when I was on the Monsters, Soul Brother Kevin took me to Pine Hills. I got I got my first fade done whenever I was, I don't know, maybe 22, 23. But we did a bit. Uh, Russ and the Monsters wanted me to go out. I got my hair cut at a place in Pine Hills called Sports Cuts. And it was great. You know, uh, being a white guy, being, you know, hearing about the stereotypical black barber shop. I remember watching Coming to America when uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio went into the black barber shop there. And I was like, hell yeah, that seems like a cool ass place. And that's kind of how it is when you go to Bezos house. But they're also doing a lot of 
you know, work because like I told you, Bezo shoots a lot of music videos and they're constantly editing. And I and I'm a big techie guy. You would not believe all the technology they have because they're shooting in 4K and stuff. And and I just I sit there and I geek out looking at all of the technology and hardware they have to be able to <laughs> to produce 4K video and stuff, letting that stuff render. And it was a great time, but I pushed out. I didn't want to bother everybody while they were working. And uh, while I was there, I uh, we were talking, and his son, his son was watching TV there because his son is one of the smartest kids that I have ever seen in my life. He om- homeschools his kid. And, you know, I know this is going to sound like me being old dude, kids not having respect for their elders and stuff. And the kid wasn't being rude or anything. He just said, hey, can you guys be quiet? I'm watching my show. And his dad took a his dad took a break from cutting my hair, went over and and was was stern with him, but told him is like, hey, you don't talk to adults that way. You know, I don't want to ever hear that and say that again. And it was really, really cool to see. And I'm not saying that just because, uh, you know, I was hanging out with a bunch of uh, African-American gentlemen and stuff like that. No, that's not the case. It's just nice and refreshing to see just any adult putting their kid in check when they're talking to adults that way. And and I thought that was really cool. But the other thing that I uh, found out and I'm usually good and I hate when I, when I'm the last person to know about stuff, but I was traveling over to Tampa today and found out that Hank Aaron died. And, you know, I am a big humongous baseball player or fan as well, too. I, I played from the age of 10 all the way until like 22, 23, playing college baseball. It really wasn't that great, but at least I made it to that level. I don't want to be that guy like, you know, that uh, Al Bundy scored three touchdowns in a game and and that's what I live on. No, it's just I'm a fan of the game. Grew up watching the Braves. Maybe that's why it hits a little bit harder to me that Hank Aaron died. Now, I know that Barry Bonds is the all-time home run leader right now, but I don't know, man. I, I still feel like Hank Aaron is still the home run king. I know that nobody has ever come out and they've been able to prove hardcore hardcore facts that Barry Bonds used steroids. But, I mean, come on, guys. Look at him when he was on the Pirates. Look at him when he first came to the San Francisco Giants. The dude got bigger and better the older he got. And that just doesn't happen. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, he did take steroids. And I do see a, a lot of people's uh, viewpoint on this that could could Hank Aaron, could Babe Ruth or Mickey Mantle or Roger Maris all hit the home runs that they were hitting back in the day against the pitching that you have today, like uh, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz or Randy Johnson or or a Clayton Kershaw? No, I, I really don't think... Uh, those hitters back in the day, even Hank Aaron would hit as many home runs as a hit facing the pitching that you're seeing today in Major League Baseball. But what Hank Aaron did, you know, if you want to look at this on the other side, yeah, Bonds maybe used steroids. Yes, he faced better pitching. But look at all the BS and bullshit that Hank Aaron had to go through. It was, it was a rough time. You know, he was getting a lot of death threats back in the day. Nobody wanted to, to see Hank Aaron beat Babe Ruth's all-time home run record. 
And it just, it, I'll, I'll say it right now. White America was racist as fuck back in the day. And for Hank Aaron to be able to do what he did, that's why I still think that Hank Aaron should be considered the all-time home run king in Major League Baseball. Going to take a quick break. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer? You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Uh, I would like to hear from you because the next topic I'm about to get into, I'd like to hear from you. There, there are several ways you can get a hold of me. You can leave me an email, Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Before I get into my next topic, uh, speaking of Gmail, I uh, got in on Gmail pretty, pretty early. Right when it first came out, my cousin Billy... Speaking of my cousin, Billy, uh, if you want to check out the podcast, he's got a great, great website where they do a lot of podcasts. It's called WeDoPodcast.com. I recently did a uh, a Buccaneers podcast with him because my cousin, Billy, he is the biggest Bucks fan of all time. I mean, he was back with them when they were wearing the old, like, orange creamsicle uniforms all through the lean years, the uh, winless seasons, everything, all the bad things about the Bucks. And one of the first podcasts that I've ever done, we did uh, that podcast cover two. I played it a couple of weeks ago, but we did another one recapping the Bucks win against the New Orleans Saints. And I think we're going to do another one previewing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, game against the Green Bay Packers coming up this weekend. I know a lot of people are giving a hard time, you know, the Bucs, so they're they're horrible. I think the Bucs have one of the worst records when it comes to playing in cold weather. But, I mean, is everybody forgetting that Tom Brady maybe played in one of the worst weather games, cold weather games uh, you could ever imagine? That game against the Oakland Raiders, the the tuck rule where Brady, everybody said he, he fumbled it, but he was throwing. And that ended up changing the game. And the, the Patriots ended up going on to win, winning their first Super Bowl of, I think, six. Could be seven. Hell, you know what? That, that shows you how good you are when people forget about how many Super Bowls you've won because you've won so goddamn many of them. 
So check that out. Go check out his website, wedopodcast.com. Getting into my topic, last night when I got home, I went out fishing with my buddy James, the uh, owner of Ocean Inlet Surf Shop right there in Ponce Inlet. And when I got home, my mom had made something that I had not had in a really, really long time, and it's called spaghetti pie. Now, a lot of people are like, oh, I've had spaghetti. Uh, how do you make it into a pie? Well, what you do is you you mix up the spaghetti, uh, just like you're making the, the sauce. You you cook the spaghetti, then you put it down, then you put some ricotta cheese, and then you, you put some other cheese. You kind of layer the spaghetti like it's a lasagna, and then you cut it out into pie shape. And it's so, so good. But we all have those things growing up. Uh, As a kid, especially if you are not the richest kid, I don't want you to think I grew up like dirt, dirt poor like some people are. But, uh, you know, we were middle, middle income. I I didn't get to get all the other things that rich kids did, but we made we made good with what we had and we would make certain things. Hell, you know what? My family, we ate a lot of leftovers. And and I think that comes from people that didn't have a lot. You you would eat leftovers and we would do that. But spaghetti pie was one of those things. And the reason that I gave out my voicemail and my email is that I would like to hear from you. I would like to hear from you and and hear some of those dishes that maybe is unique to your family. There, there's a couple of other ones that we would make. We would make mini pizzas out of the, the canned biscuits. Now, my dad, I don't know if this is a Southern thing. My dad would call them wampums. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, is my dad anti-Native uh, American by calling them wampums? No. Uh, you would get those uh, canned biscuits and you'd hit them on the counter. Like my dad would be like, you'd have to womp them up against the counter. I know it's very uh, hillbilly, very Southern white trash to call them wampums, but that's what he would call them. And we would make mini pizzas. We'd flatten them out, put a little bit of sauce on them, a little bit of cheese some pepperoni and then cook them. And then we would do that. We would make we would make mini pizzas out of the wampum biscuits. And then, you know, while I'm on the wampums, we would also... Uh, make uh, donuts. We would open those up and then we would get like a pill bottle and then cut out the middle, make the donuts, then the donut holes. We would do that as well too. And then a very, very simple white trash because we didn't have a lot of stuff back in the day. We would make potato candy. Now, I know, I know a lot of you guys will, how the hell do you make potato candy? How do you make candy and make something sweet out of a potato? No, you you would mash potatoes like you're making mashed potatoes, and then you'd put a little bit of flour and powdered sugar, mix it up into like a dough, and then you would flatten it out, and then you would put, you would put peanut butter over the top of that, and then you would roll it up kind of like a cinnamon roll, and then you would slice it. No baking necessary, and maybe not the healthiest thing in the world. Maybe that's why I had some cavities at a young age, but I got them all fixed now. I know a lot of people from listening to me on the Bubba the Love Sponge show think I have horrible teeth. No, I have all my teeth, no cavities, but I will say I've grinded them down because of my nerves and my anxiety and just crippling mental illness that I have. So for the most part, I'm doing quite well, but I would like to hear from you. I'd like to hear from you and find out some of those foods that maybe your lower income family, hell, even if you're a rich family, those food things that will will remind you of your childhood or things that maybe were unique to your family. Maybe they're not so unique. Maybe other people did them. Email me, tuttle at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. 
So I am on my way to the produce stand because I talked about this a little bit ago about me doing a lot of juicing. I am juicing, juicing, juicing. And I know it sounds very hipsterish to go juicing, but I'm getting a lot of my nutrients and vitamins and everything that I need from that. I already take a daily vitamin every single day, guys. And I don't I don't think people realize this is that the usual diet that people aren't used to. And why are you just running right in the middle of the goddamn road? Thank you. Just get the fuck out of the way. This person was just running right down the damn middle and you pulled out in front of me too out of the the boat ramp but back to what i'm saying uh the reason i'm talking about this is that i've been experimenting and there's a lot of people here because i've, I've been giving out samples of my juice concoctions that i've been making and the women are like asking about it and now i'm looking at this as another way that i might be able to make some money and i don't want anybody to think that i'm like Moving in on my buddy Rozzy Franco's Juice by Roz. Uh, if you get a chance, just uh, Google Juice by Roz and check it out. Because I, I've had her juices. Oh, God. And, and you know what, though? Inappropriate. It's like innuendo bingo that used to be played on Scott Mills' show when I say, oh, I've had her juices before. A lot of people are like, oh, total, you've had Rozzy Franco's juices. Uh, maybe I have, but it's none of your business. But what I'm trying to say is I would like to get your juice mixtures, uh, stuff, ingredients that you've maybe put into your juices. Uh, you can leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Uh, or you can leave me an email, tuttle at gmail.com. That's tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Now, see, one of the things that I've had to learn is that you know, you're thinking, oh, if you're doing sweet stuff, it all has to be sweet stuff. No. I don't know why, but spinach, raw spinach, mixes so well with sweet stuff. And it's so good, man, because you, you need that iron. Spinach is like one of the best things in the world for you. But I've also been experimenting with juices. Like, I, I'm not even a big pineapple fan, but I'm hearing pineapple is supposed to be good to... Uh, jumpstart your metabolism and I don't want anybody to think like I'm looking for those uh, get get rich quick lose weight schemes whatever you want to call it but why not why not try to do as much as you can to give yourself the advantage that's why I take the daily vitamins I take vitamin C every single day I take a probiotic uh, so uh, yeah, I'm taking those stuff. When you get older, your body's not producing as many of those natural things. I try to get out and get a little bit of sun. I know a lot of you people are probably like, well, the sun's not good for you. It causes cancer. Well, you know, what's funny is that one of the things that they're finding that helps people out the most with the coronavirus is vitamin D. Vitamin D is so good for you and your body naturally creates it when you're out in the sun. So I'm going into the dollar store to get a few things uh, to get almond milk. That's the other thing. I've been using uh, almond milk and some yogurt. Yeah, yeah. And some yogurt. Oh, and listen, guys, I know a lot of you have already heard about this, but I got to tell you, once, once I got into my 30s, I started paying a lot more attention to my bowel movements, my poops. 
Because you you take your poops for granted in your teenage and your 20 years. You're like, ah, who cares? I drank a whole bunch last night and rotted out my gut. And I'm just pooping out straight like the Exxon Valdez oil spill or that deal that happened with the BP uh, Gulf, Gulf spill as well, too. So what I'm trying to say is start taking the anti or not antibiotics, probiotics. Yeah, I just I just realized that. You know, they, they give you antibiotics all your life, but nobody takes probiotics. I don't think people realize how important the bacteria in your intestines and your gut is to the health. It helps you. It makes you look skinnier. It keeps you where you're not as bloated. You're on a regular little... And now, I will, I, I'm just forewarning you. Once you get on those probiotics, people, uh, the first week... It's going to be a little help because those probiotics, all that good bacteria is eating and just getting all of that caked up poop you have in your intestines. Like, you, you know, everybody used to talk about how Elvis died with a whole bunch of poop inside his intestines. And that could be true because I'm sure he wasn't on a probiotic. But what I'm trying to tell you is, guys, women. Everybody, do yourself a favor. Get yourself on a probiotic as soon as you can. It's one of my best things that I've ever been on. And get on a daily multivitamin. Guys, do not buy those expensive-ass vitamins that you're taking. Because guess what? Your body's pissing them out. Just double up on some of the cheap store brand. I go dollar store. I go Publix. And I know a lot of people are probably, oh, they ain't doing no good. But guess what? You're just pissing, literally pissing your money away when you buy those expensive-ass vitamins. Because your body, your body's getting rid of them. When you start taking those vitamins, oh, this is another thing. I warned you about the poops. Get on a daily vitamin. Your, your urine, your piss is going to be, it's going to look radioactive. I'm just for, it's going to be the darkest most fluorescent type green you could ever think of in your life uh, and yellow it's gonna have a mixture of yellow as well too but that's about being on vitamins you just drink water just drink water oh there's a big ass rb coming through here do not take out the gators golf cart you big ass mother effing rv where are you going buddy i gotta tell uh, who is that that's a good i mean halfway decent looking chicken yeah that, that's the younger couple wonder why they're leaving all right, I'm back in the house. I got to make some more juice. Be back in a few minutes. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. 
Welcome back, guys. Last segment of the show. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, maybe even a month ago, there was that story about Dave Chappelle uh, kind of verbally talking down to a couple that came over and was like filming him and asking him for like a picture and they weren't wearing their mask and Dave got really, really upset. And I, I completely get it. I think a lot of people were that way at the beginning of this pandemic, like February, March, hell, it seems so long ago that we've been going through this. And a lot of people are like, hell yeah, wear a mask, wear a mask, everything. But I think a lot of people are just getting tired of it. They're getting tired of it, the monotony. They are just getting tired and they want to live their lives the way that they want to live their lives. So what I'm trying to say is, does it make Dave Chappelle a bad person? No, it does not make Dave Chappelle a bad person. He was trying to be careful. You know, Dave is worth a lot of money. A lot of people depend on him. You also got to think about all the clubs and everything, which he hasn't been performing at. But it's come out today recently that Dave Chappelle is now infected with COVID-19. Yesterday, we showed you those photos of comedian Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and some others all hanging out here in Austin earlier this week. Chappelle and Rogan currently have shows at Stubbs Amphitheater. And Sally, no masks, no social distancing in the photos. And no show now. DMZ's reporting Chappelle has tested positive for COVID-19. Last night on Instagram, Rogan confirmed tonight and tomorrow's shows are canceled. He says they're gonna try to reschedule them as soon as possible. All right, now it is not clear where Chappelle caught the virus or if any other people around him have tested positive. Now, I'm not saying this is a case with Dave Chappelle, but like what stops any celebrity from coming out and saying, oh, man, uh, I'm not getting a lot of mentions. I'm not getting a lot of press right now. Uh, what can I do? Ooh, what can I do? Oh, I can say that I have COVID-19. Do you realize that any of these celebrities, they could be lying? about having COVID-19, maybe COVID-19 is the new end thing. You're going to start seeing a lot of celebrities. They're going to be saying, yeah, I got COVID. Yeah, I got COVID. But how can you even prove it? Because it's not like you can go and research his medical records to find out if he has it or he, he doesn't have it. Now, I know that they're having to, uh, to cancel some shows, but I mean, what's even better? Publicity. Oh, man, did you hear Dave Chappelle? He had to cancel some gigs. Uh, so I'm not saying that Dave Chappelle has done this, but you know, we're all going to have to get a little bit better. We're all going to have to evolve. I'll give you, I'll give you a prime example. Guys, I am the biggest cinema buff. I love going to movies. I even love going to the movies just for the experience to get away for a couple hours and just watch mindless entertainment. Even if it's a bad movie, I will go watch it. The last movie I've mentioned this that I saw in the theaters was Bad Boys 3, Bad Boys for Life. And was it the best movie? No, but I have fond memories of going there and watching that movie. But that it's almost been a goddamn year since I've been to the movie theater. But we're all going to have to uh, pivot, call an audible. I mean, look at what Warner Brothers is doing now. They're releasing all their new movies on HBO Max as well as the cinema. So things are changing. Uh, I don't understand why a lot of these uh, comedy clubs, you know, they're not they're not going to be at full capacity. Why are they not streaming it like pay-per-view to be able to watch it? I know a lot of people like getting out. They like having a couple of drinks. But think about this, people. 
I mean, I, I I love going to the movie theater, but I'm not all broken up about it because I can still watch a lot of these movies at home, not even having to leave the house. I'm not having to buy overpriced candy or, or concession stuff. So I'm actually saving a lot of money. And I know a lot of people, oh, well, it's 20 bucks just to rent a movie. Well, guess what? If you got a family of three or four right there, you've already made your money as well as being able to not have to worry about sneaking your snacks in. But I I also, I know a lot of people that get the thrill out of sneaking food into the movie theater. Do you think like some families are kind of like, you know, role playing, you know how like men and women like to spice it up in the bedroom? Do you think like they're doing this like role playing thing where like the husband is playing the, uh, the, uh, uh, the usher? coming in and checking to see if you're if you have any like uh illegitimate like snacks or something like that so the husband's like ma'am can i can i check your body and then like you know you're almost doing like a strip search with your wife to see if she has any and you find some like hidden reese's pieces in between her panties or in between her legs and her panties hell yeah Screw watching the movie. Let's play concession stand. Let's play movie theater usher where I'm trying to find candy in private areas. Oh, man. You know what's really sad is I don't have a another half. I don't have a female or male or anybody to be able to play concession stand uh, role play with them. So what I'm trying to say is these comedy clubs, they're all going to have to get with it. You're going to have to evolve because that's just the way things are right now. But you know what? I really can't be mad at these people. You know, uh, I know a lot of Trumpsters are like, well, you know, we can't ruin the economy. And I agree. There's a lot of small businesses that are suffering and hurting right now because they've been able to they've been having to shut down or or people are afraid to go there. So let people do what they want to do. Do I think it's selfish? Yeah, I I think it's extremely selfish. Do I think that we could go through something like World War II like we did back in the day where everybody did their part, everybody sacrificed? You know, I I really don't have a problem with a mandate wearing masks that Biden's come up with, but it's going to be hard to enforce. I mean, we as Americans, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, But sometimes maybe we just have way too many freedoms here in our country because it's caused people to be dicks. You know, back in the day, World War II, like I said, everybody sacrificed. Everybody did their part to be able to help us win the war against the Nazis. And now when we're asking people to be able to wear masks, oh, people just raise all types of hell because they don't want to wear a mask just while they're in a store or they're they're at uh, at a comedy club. Now, do I also respect the business that won't allow people in that aren't wearing masks? Hell yeah, it's their business. They can do whatever they want to, just like Twitter did with Trump. A lot of people wanted to say that was his uh, against his First Amendment right. He's being censored. No, 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 you're not. It's private business. They can decide and do whatever they want to do with their business. And while I'm on this topic, before I get off this topic, you know, because Joe Rogan had been performing with Dave Chappelle. And listen, they Joe Rogan is so far above me right now. So I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you're just, you know, you're trying to punch up, Tuttle. You're trying to get attention. No, I, I won't get any attention off of this. I think Rogan's great. Rogan is the number two audio personality when it comes to podcasting, radio, satellite radio, terrestrial radio, whatever you want to call it. 
But man, God, he is playing both sides. You know, he's never come out in like full support of Trump. But, you know, he also he's kind of towing the line on when it comes to that. And when you're a a personality, I I know that you either got to take a stand one side or the other. Now, it's okay for you to be able to see both sides. But I mean, you're either conservative, you're either liberal. I mean, I I see both sides of some places, but I also do think that Rogan is kind of like playing both sides. He's trying to make it seem like he's on the Trump train so he doesn't because uh, say what you want. Trump's got a very, very loyal audience. So you would be dumb not to try and get some of that audience uh, to listen to what you're doing. But now that Trump didn't win, it almost seems like, yeah, yeah, uh, I told you the whole time this wasn't going to happen. And I don't know. I a lot of people are going to say this with Rogan. A lot of people want to say, oh, you changed, you sold out. And I hate when people call, especially people that are fans of somebody and they've changed a little bit. I've noticed that a lot. A lot of people want to call Howard a sellout. But I mean, is Howard really a sellout? I mean, if you're a fan of his, you should want to see him do well. And and uh, Stern had to evolve. Do you think Stern would be getting some of these interviews that he's been getting lately if he was the same old Howard Stern that was going to talk about how big your dick was, how many women you fucked or anything like that? Yes. Or, how you know, how are your poops? Do you fart? Do you do this? Does your girl queef? No, Stern, he still does that a little bit, but he doesn't get that involved into it like the old Howard Stern when he has these big guests on. I know a lot of people were up, uh, upset because Stern didn't push Hillary Clinton when, when she was on the show last year. Yeah, guess what? Stern would never get that interview if he was going to be the same old Stern. So once again, maybe, you know what? I, I just did exactly what, uh, what Joe Rogan, what I called Joe Rogan out for, uh, walk in the line. I basically did the same exact thing that Joe Rogan's doing that I was just calling him out about. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Do you want some cool-ass sunglasses? Check out VaporShades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, Facebook.com slash CCA Productions Presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by JCVoiceOver.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.